Welcome to Restoring Immunity with Lauren Hubelay in this series specifically for moms and children. I'm joined each week by my intern grad and mom of three, Kara Struberg. Together, our intention is to deliver rich nuggets of wisdom regarding all aspects of healing from the start of life. Hi, Kara. Glad you're here. Hi, Lauren. Thanks for having me here. Um, as Lauren mentioned, I am a mother of three boys, all under the age of seven. And I'm always curious about different tools and perspectives that can help me show up fully for myself and for my family. Uh, and ultimately, like, how can I uh, provide more ease and invite more connection into our family flow? And, and Lauren, I've, I've heard you rave about family constellation work. And so I am really looking forward to learning more about that today. Great, Kara. So we're very fortunate to have with us today, Ursula Bell, family constellation therapist and trainer. Ursula, welcome. So happy to have you here. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. And uh, yeah, I am a family constellation facilitator, trainer, uh, and I'm living in Bulgaria, and I'm happy to answer all your questions that you might have today. Oh, Ursula, I think we'd have to be on for several hours to do that. <laughs> However, could you just start us out? Because family constellation work isn't so well known, particularly in America. And how do you describe it in an elevator pitch for folks? Well, I would say we know that we all come from a family. We are all part of a family. And with this comes all kinds of connections. And these connections can be very easy and light, but they also can be heavy. And there can be entanglements with family members which can create issues in our life. So the family constellation approach is a tool where we can understand where um, transgenerational issues can come from, where our problems in our personal life could come from. And we do this uh, through an approach where we can do this in a group work or also in one-to-one -one sessions where we access the unconscious level to understand, um, yeah, we could say things that we do not access through just talking therapy or other approaches. So it seems a bit weird and it's very, sometimes very difficult to describe. And many people who participate in family constellations say until they didn't participate in person, they didn't get it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think this is in a few words what it is. Um, so for me, it's it's the most respectful, non-judgmental tool mm -hmm. to find reconciliation and harmony in the family and in our own life. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty powerful, Ursula. <laughs> And, and, and it describes it so well. I mean, I've been on the receiving end of several 
family constellation sessions that I would say were nothing short but miraculous with the results and um, free and and the word I would use is they were freeing. I never felt afterwards I felt like I didn't have to carry that burden of responsibility or trying to figure something out. So Kara, I know you've shown up with um, many questions, but certainly one big <laughs> question to help our listeners um, get an insight into what family constellation might be for them. So what's your big question today, Kara? Hmm. Yeah, you are, you are right that I have all sorts of things that I want to dig into. <laughs> There's a lot. Maybe we'll have some, we'll, you know, get into those later. Um, where I would like to start in, in this work that sounds really powerful is um, how this connects to the health and well-being of a family. So investing in this, this family constellation work and the healing, like what connections do you see for how this improves the health and well-being of a family, whether that's mental, emotional, you know, spiritual, physical well-being? That's a big question, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you talk about physical, spiritual, emotional well-being, it's all connected. When we could feel physically well, but emotionally not well and the, the the emotional issues then could have uh, a consequence on our on our body so it's it's all interconnected um and the the contribution i would say is in again i would like to use the word reconciliation because Many families have issues. So uh, there are definitely, I think, families who are happy together. Um, but I think when we look at the, 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 the big part of families, most of them have the other, the one or the other issue. Um, when you, you, we were talking about mothers and children, so, uh, the moment we become mothers, the moment we become pregnant, a woman becomes pregnant, we start a new generation. And starting a new generation, uh, we, we know through the work of family constellations that the children very easily carry unresolved issues, traumas of the mothers or um, former generations. So already in, in, in this whole period of the pregnancy, um, constellations can help us to understand um, maybe our own, the own problems that we carry with us. Mm -hmm. It's also when, when uh, a couple become father and mother, um, the relationship changes from the romantic partnership to becoming parents and this is an incredible incredible change and i think most of us know that this change happens and it can bring issues in the relationship um, and i would even say when a couple comes when two people come together 
with the the wish or the aim to create a family this this would be the ideal starting point to start with the constellations and and to understand um yeah what what could be between them that could create problems i always said that um, as a preparation to a wedding a family constellation would be mandatory Um, because um, when we how can I say when we haven't reconciled within us with our own parents we will project these issues onto our partners what we still want consciously or unconsciously from our parents we will uh, mostly unconsciously wish to receive from our partners. And no partner, even the most loving one, uh, is able to give us what, what we are missing. And we can only uh, live a partnership, a happy partnership, if both people, both partners, are grounded within themselves. And have solved their own issues with their parents. And this is where I think most, most constellations start. I have um, clients who have done different constellations with me so, or over the years, but the first constellation always starts with the relationship with the parents. Yeah. Ursula, when you use this word solve, um, brings up a, a, you know, that feels like work to me. Like we're always trying to solve our relationship with our parents in one way or another. But what I've understood and experienced from this constellation work is uh, it's not work being in the session to resolve that. Can you talk a little bit about that? That's right. Maybe I use the word solve because the word heal would be difficult for a certain group of people maybe when we talk about healing so um but actually it is more healing (laughs) healing what what i always say healing what wants to be healed because it's also something that you know we cannot manipulate it we can wish for something to change but in the end um it, it, it's like it's a movement where our soul goes to. So when you when you talk about work, it's not it's not work. No, definitely it's not work. So when when people come to me and they say, you know, I have worked on this for so long, I have worked on this for years, and usually the first thing that I say is stop working on it so hard. So what we see. Or what we learn in constellations is that the most important thing is to acknowledge what is. We start with acknowledging what is without wanting to reject it, without wanting to pushing it away. Um, Because from, we could say acknowledging the, the reality, what is, we can find new solutions. 
Until we reject something, until we fight something, we get stuck with it. And constellations support us in, in seeing the truth, we could say. And from this, we can find the next step to um, what we call a final picture where the solution is found, where we are in this healed, in this, this yeah, end, end picture of, of a healing, uh, of the healing situation. And, and um, we experience this physically, emotionally. So constellations work with, with the body because we move. They work um, with words because during the constellation, while it unfolds, we use certain words or sentences that we call healing sentences. Um, and of course, it, it touches the emotional area, um, the emotional level. Um, and it's definitely a work on the soul level. So we could also call it holistic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm curious if you've seen, if we speak to some of the, the physical connection, if you see a connection between these kind of the lingering dynamics in the family and perhaps some chronic physical symptoms that continue to show up. Do you, do you see some of that, those physical symptoms start to shift or um, become lighter, you know, as, as you find solutions within the constellation? Um, so, just to understand you right, you mean to shift after the constellation, so as the healing effect. Right, yes. right, right. Um, so the first thing I always say is constellation is not a tool to heal physical problems. It can happen. It can definitely happen, and I have seen it happen. Um, but I would never say do a constellation with me and you will you know, your physical pain or problem will, will go away. I would never say this because constellations, um, how can I say, um, teach us humbleness. They teach us that there is something bigger than us. We can have a wish, but um, we cannot do miracles. The miracles happen, they can happen through constellation, but then it's not the constellation do it, doing the miracle. It is something higher that we connect with during the constellation. Mm -hmm. And if it's meant for this person to heal, then it will heal. And as I say, I have, I have experienced physical healings. And they work, for example, also with people who have cancer. And I personally had constellations. And then you can see how, how the, also the choice of a person, of the, of, the, of the issue holder working, the choice to go towards life or towards death. Hmm. And if if the fate is to go towards death, also a constellation cannot change it. Mm 
Okay. So it's, again, it's not a magic wand. This is also what I always say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, um, it is an incredible healing tool, starting with, with our inner, how can I say this? Our, it, it kind of addresses our inner posture towards life around us, towards the people we are connected with. Because in the end, although we are, we might be entangled with someone of the family, in the end, constellation shows us our own responsibility we have in all this. Mm-hmm. I think that having taking responsibility um, resonates so deeply with me because in my work, I, I want to encourage um, those that are seeking uh, um, healing and uh, 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 resilience in their life to take responsibility for their part in it. And that's one of the things I walked away with from each of my family constellation sessions was, yeah, I, I play a role in this. And by changing my perspective, um, it changes the relationship. Yes, yes, definitely. And we can see this, for example, you know, there are people who do one constellation after the other and the constellation stops always by acknowledging the parents. And there is this resistance. And then they change the facilitator and the next constellation with another facilitator shows the same. So it's our choice. You know, we can blame all on entanglements, but in the end, it's also our choice what we do with what we see and what we experience. And there are people who who think, you know, it's enough to just do this workshop and that workshop and and, and then the energy works on its own and, and miracles happen and the changes happen. And again, yes, miracles happen, but we are part of this miracle. Ursula, can you speak a little bit more to that, that resistance to the parent healing and, and that what that acknowledgement looks like? You know, and I'm putting myself in the shoes of somebody who you know, in their mind and experience was like a really tough childhood and maybe they didn't get what they needed from their parents. So um, tell us more about that, what that acknowledgement looks like. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, some people, <clears throat> some people think it's about, you have to love your parents. And I think there are childhoods there are people who have gone through childhoods it's impossible to consciously love the parents because because of what happened so it is not about this it is not about accepting that all this happened and it was okay no it's not definitely not about that it is about acknowledging that these two people are my parents and I am here because they are exactly as they are and exactly as they were and my life came through them 
And this is why I'm here. So if my father had taken a different decision, if my mother had made a different choice, if, if one of them had have a, a different character, maybe they, they hadn't chosen each other, you know? So um, I am here with this. I have, I have been given my life to the price that they paid and I have paid a price. But this is my life and it is my decision if I will, if I am ready to embrace this life, to accept this gift of life, or if I refuse to accept it. So in, in my videos, I explained that you are 50% father and 50% mother, even if you might look like more your mother or, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but Definitely, there is the sperm and there is the egg, and it's 50-50%. So our, um, our, apart from genetics, there is um, all, all what happened on a, on a spiritual, emotional level through generations that comes to us through our parents. Uh, and this is what, what makes us unique. So if I reject the part that comes from my father's side, I reject this part within myself. And with rejecting it, I am not able to take the good things that might have come with this part. So it's it's about it's really about more about acknowledgement and and the awareness where do I come from and when we go deeper in this we understand um, the stories of our parents and we understand that also our parents have been children once and they might have gone through the same trauma and when we go back and we understand um you know our grandfather great-grandfather then or we might see a pattern or we might understand why this happened for example there are people who say my mother didn't love me and then when when we do a constellation we see that the mother was not able to show the love because maybe she has lost her own mother at a young age or there was another trauma from the family that she carried. So when we solve this in constellations, often it happens that at a certain point, the mother is like waking up, looking at the daughter and saying, oh, I have a daughter. Because on the unconscious level, she was not able to really see her child. And then the laugh flows. So with constellations, we allow love to flow again through the generational lines. Now, I don't know, did this answer your question? Sorry, <laughs> or is something? Um, yes, yes, yes. And I have a follow-up, which is, does this acknowledgement require forgiveness? <laughs> Very good question. <laughs> So uh, I know that everybody talks about forgiveness and we need to forgive. 
um, um, I'm not happy with this because when we when we um, when we think of two people and one of them has wronged the other one, maybe consciously, maybe unconsciously, anyway, there is this imbalance. So when we forgive someone, who is bigger, the one who forgives or the one who is forgiven? The one who forgives because he has the power to forgive. So in the relationship, parents, children, the parents are always the big ones and the children are always the little ones because life comes from the big one to the little one. If a child forgives a parent, the child puts him or herself above the parents. You know, um, so for me, it's not about forgiveness. It is about acknowledgement. Because, you know, if, if a father abuses the daughter, why should the daughter forgive the father? It's, it's, it, it's nothing that you can, I, I don't think really that you can forgive. But the soul of the daughter loves the father anyway. Even if on the conscious level, all this happened, but the soul knows that this is my father. And if I reject this person, I reject my own life. And, and the abuser or the perpetrator needs to um, be punished for what they have done. Take responsibility for what they have done. But in order to allow the child to be free, through my experience, it's, it's only through acknowledgement. Yes, this has been, and now I let you go in peace. Mm -hmm. You take your responsibility, and that's it. So it sounds like the acknowledgement is, you are my mother and father. And because of your choices, I now have life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it, it doesn't need to be anything more than that. No, no. And I make the best of my life. And this is my responsibility now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, I can feel that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it gives us power, you know. Because when we just for a moment close our eyes and we imagine behind the parents and the grandparents and the great-grandparents, when we see that despite of all the, the suffering, the problems, whatever they have, might have been in our family, we are here. So this is the miracle of life. And there is, there is a lot of, of strength and love and resilience in our families. We usually we focus so much on the on the problems. But through the connection, through opening up to the connection with our ancestors, we understand that there is this, I have this strength, the courage, the love, everything that, that brings me forward in my life. I have this when I allow myself to connect to it. Beautiful, Ursula. Kara, I know you have more questions there to add to that list. So Ursula, we'll have to have you back again. 
this was fantastic. Thank you so much. And if you, you'd like to know more about Ursula's work, um, I'm going to have her link put in um, the show notes along with Ursula's uh, YouTube channel. And Kara, you mentioned that, and I think you benefited quite a bit from those um, first uh, videos that you've done, Ursula. So thank you. Kara, thank you too. And anything in closing? Yeah, thank you both for this time today. This has been really enlightening. And uh, if anybody wants to learn more about Lauren and the wonderful work that she's done, uh, you can go to her website at laurenhubelay.com. And she has a beautiful newsletter that you can sign up for. And you can also subscribe to this podcast. Wonderful. Thanks, Kara. And thank you, Ursula. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. And I'm looking forward whenever you have more questions. I am here. Thank you very much.